Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Initially, my issue was is I thought Christine was playing a game. And so I just went, I was ambivalent. I, I was trying to be stoked about it. Why did you think she was playing a game? Because she's a game player. Help me understand that. From the time we were married, um, manipulation, pouting, you know, temper tantrums, I mean, just, just behavior things. I, ne- I need you to help me understand that. Was Christine playing you and playing the game? Because mm. it seems very, very cold, like a cold thing to say, not something that a husband would say. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. Sister Wives Edition, our last new Sister Wives episode of the year. Can you believe it, guys? I certainly can't. I feel like I saw people saying that they didn't really give a shit about part one of the tell-all, that they found it to be boring. Not me, bitch. I was living. I was living from start to finish. I was living from the moment we saw, you know, the typical pre tell-all pre-reunion b-roll of Cody getting on stage and the awkward exchange in which he tries to wrap Suki up in a bear hug while Suki's just trying to shake his hand and then they have to do this awkward like oh I actually don't want to hug you bitch like let's just keep it cute right funny hilarity for me We see Cody filming himself with a bunch of dry cleaning bags over his shoulder. I mean, what a struggle to have to pick which shade of purple you're going to wear every day. He went for a a Giselle Bryant fuchsia, which, as we know, is a bad choice. But he deserves. Also, he was was a man in a three-piece suit when everybody else was dressed like, you know... They just did a, a segment in Good, Ma- Good Good Morning America where they, like, take somebody off the street and was like, we're going to give you a, a makeover, you know? Like, everybody else was dressed like that. And Cody was, like, I don't know, auditioning for Shark Tank or something. I know I said this last year. It absolutely bears repeating that I'm going to need Mary, somebody, to snatch every salmon-colored... um outfit ham colored outfit that they can from mary baby i we know that you like to tan 
we know that the tanning creates a certain shade on your skin. And I'm not even saying... I'm not saying anything about Mary's physical attractiveness or not. Everybody's beautiful, okay? But if you're the same color as salmon, don't dress in salmon because it makes you look like a piece of salmon or also a piece of ham like I said last season. Why? Why would you wear a purple moto jacket with a salmon-colored top? That doesn't make any goddamn sense, Mary. But really, nothing you did. Nothing that's you've been doing for the past, uh, I don't know, 12 years has made sense to me. So I guess why start now? Everybody talks about their state of mind going into the tell-all. One thing that Robin says is that she appreciates that Suki tries to be fair to all of them, but she's got a big task ahead of her today. Janelle says she thinks it's harder now that they separately interview because they used to be able to play off each other, but now it's more raw and real. And to which I say, bring it back. Bring the group conversations back and let's really get the ball rolling. Let's really put some heat on this flame. That's what I want. Really what they should do is do an individual interview and then have a group interview where they all talk about things that not only happened in the season, but also what your friends just said about you and your family just said about you uh, 20 minutes ago. That's, that's what I want to hear. And let's just all duke it out. We start off with the, of course, very raw conversation that Christine had with Cody about um, the fact that I'm not getting no dick. I'm not getting no love. I'm not getting no respect. So I'm getting the fuck out of here and off to Utah. And Cody says that, you know, I don't know if it was two years or 10 years with Christine wanting to leave, but Christine came to me done. She came to that conversation completely decided and I was in denial. So they watched the clip about Christine telling Cody that he told her she didn't want to have an intimate relationship or that, you know, they, he didn't want to have an intimate relationship with her anymore. Cody says in that clip, you're blaming me because I'm turned off by your behavior. Yuck. Cody says that initially he thought that Christine was playing a game. And so he was ambivalent and trying to be stoic. (sighs) Cody, what you're saying, (laughs) the way this man just like yeets himself over any sort of responsibility and sometimes people have to play games. Like we have to be honest about that. Sometimes you got to like put something out there and hope that what you want comes back to you. And so I wouldn't really say it was a game. I mean, clearly, how do you say she came in with a decision, but I also felt like she was playing a game, but in the face of, even if you felt like she was challenging you, why wouldn't you just rise to the occasion, the occasion and give her what she wants because this is your beloved bride or whatever the fuck. Instead of being like, I think she's playing me. I think she's trying to trick me into liking her. So I'm not going to do it. Joke's on you. (laughs) But when Suki asks Cody, why do you feel like Christine was playing a game? He says, well, she's a game player. She's been playing games with us since the time we got married. Christine would be manipulative. She would have temper tantrums. She would pout. (laughs) She would have an emotion outside of what I told her she could have. So I feel like that's manipulative. That bitch was trying to manipulate me into being a good husband, but you know what I'm going to do is be the worst husband on the planet and then blame her when she leaves. So top that. Didn't I say this before? Typical Aquarius behavior. Um, I feel like you don't deserve what you're asking for. And so therefore I'm going to act like you're manipulating me. So I'm not going to give you anything. (laughs) monster. 
Suki has to tell Cody, that sounds like a really cold thing to say about your husband. Doesn't really seem like something a husband would say about a wife. Cody then claims that he was trying to reconcile with Mary when they moved to Flagstaff. And he told Janelle, Christine, and Robin about it. Christine lost her shit that day. So what does this have to do with the rest of the 10 years of your marriage? How about that? (laughs) Okay, so what? Is that what you're telling? That's the reason why you stopped fucking her? No, because you hadn't been fucking her for years. So what are you talking about? What does Mary have to do with any of this? Nothing, bitch. He claims that this was at some sort of family event that Christine stopped off and was yelling about how she was in a loveless marriage to the kids, like, and that that was two years before she left. So why were you so blindsided then? If this is what you claimed, how did this also never come up? Because I thought you heard through the grapevine and there's the, the gossip mill that had been going around, but you're saying that she clearly yelled in front of everybody that you didn't love her. So what are you surprised about, dummy? So then we move on to Christine and Sukanya asks Christine, why is it that she got offended when Cody compared their relationship to his with Mary's and in that conversation? And she says, well, because I don't want a relationship like he has with Mary. I don't understand why Cody wouldn't compare his relationship to Robin to our relationship. Why wouldn't he be able to do that? So Suki asked Christine why she feels like Cody got offended at him suggesting that they compare their relationship to Mar- to, to Robin. And she says, well, I just feel like, I don't know, we've been having the same conversation for years now. Also, she feels like Cody would have been perfectly fine with having a sexless, platonic, not even friend sort of relationship and just keep moving on for appearances. And at one point she says, I just think he, his ego couldn't, comprehend what I was saying to him and that really wraps it all up for me Cody was perfectly fine keeping up appearances of you know we're all in this together but you know while just like continuing to let it languish because you have it all in that two million dollar house so it's perfectly fine for you to be like yeah I'll just like keep this a old woman dried up and sexless in the corner (laughs) I hate him. The other side of this is that Cody seems to think that by not publicly acknowledging the fact that officially he and Mary are not together, like he's been saying it, um, and we'll obviously address what he said later, but I think he just feels like if I just keep her around, then it'll be okay. He's so stupid. Anyway, okay, so Mary says that she thought it was, like, really not cool of Cody to bring up her in this conversation with Christine. And she's like, I understood why Christine responded the way she did. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Suki clarifies that Cody probably meant that he expected Christine to play along in the same way that Mary's been doing for years. And Mary says, well, I feel like Christine was playing along for years and I can understand why Christine's soul has been hurt by all of this. So Sikanya leans into Mary and goes, Mary, has this not hurt your soul? And Mary goes, of course it has. Okay. (laughs) I mean, you don't act like it. So (laughs) it's a fair question. I've seen Mary openly angry and upset about a lot more things than she has about the fact that this man 
plays the fuck out of her on national television. Like, remember that time where there was a fire like 10 miles away from her house and she flipped the fuck out because she had all those probably ugly, flammable LuLaRoe leggings in her garage and she, you know, couldn't figure out how to get them out of there quick enough? I mean, nothing happened. Not a thing happened. But she was more upset about that than anything we've seen Cody say about her in like five years. Which is bad, Mary. So then we get to Robin. Sukani asks Robin if she would be okay if she lost intimacy in her relationship. And Robin's like, well, I wouldn't let that happen because I want to talk through everything and I would march his butt to a therapist so fast if that happened. But Sukanya says, but can you force somebody to be attracted to you? She goes, um, no, you can't. <laughs> Then she says that she feels like, and she says this like, this is normal. Though she feels like Cody's attraction is based on people's behavior and that she's noticed in the past that Cody will get upset with the wives and then they'll do something like turn over a new leaf or something, or, you know, they'll start talking and being supportive of Cody and he acts like they just hung the moon and he's like a teenager in love. Girl, do you hear what you're saying? Do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? And do you know that we hear them? I guess would be my follow-up question. That's not good. The way she tries to excuse him, he she absolves him of any sort of responsibility. It's just like they upset him and then they decide to change and then they kowtow to him. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, he like could not be happier. That doesn't sound healthy, Robin. Maybe you need to march your butt to a therapist alone and talk to anybody else but Cody. It's getting weird, girl. It's getting real weird. Christine says that for her, it was really embarrassing for Cody to say that he wasn't attracted to her. But in that moment, she's like, actually, the fact that you're saying that I'm not attracted to you. So kind of Gucci now, like I kind of felt a sense of relief. She says, Suki asked Christine, if she feels like Cody's lack of attraction to her was based on bad behavior. And she's like, I don't know. I, ugh, actually, I really didn't even like that she said that. Like, the word or the term bad behavior, like, it truly pissed her off even in that moment. <laughs> to hear Sukanya even say those words to her. She's like, your comment just made me mad. Not, I mean, she wasn't mad at Sukanya, obviously. But she's like, just bristling at the thought of that. Like, going back to that moment. She's like, bad behavior? I'm your wife. You don't talk to me like that. It's rude. It's belittling. I'm an adult. That's really insulting. The fact that this woman has found her voice in this way is so refreshing to me. Surely she's been to some sort of therapy, right? Because the way she communicates, the way she has navigated this whole situation, and the way she's able to now articulate exactly why Cody is fucked up and exactly why she's leaving. I mean, you don't really need to go to a therapist for that. I mean, we all see it, but I just am loving the evolution. It's really a sight to behold. Cody says that he feels like COVID was the catalyst to their breakup. The same thing that he's been saying for years, but that Christine was using the lack of intimacy as a justification. Can you imagine somebody not wanting to stay in a marriage? Because you know, what a, what a justification. <laughs> I need Sukanya to ask Cody 
Do you think that maybe it has something to do with the fact that you didn't go to Isabel's surgery? Do you con- Have you ever considered that they maybe was a factor to perhaps her not being attracted to you anymore? Since you want to be the head of the fucking household so bad. How about the fact that you abandoned your child, but then were happy to skip to your loo maskless at your friend's wedding because you were going to be, uh, you know, the Pied Piper and the head bitch in charge. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know... When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. You think that may have factored in Cody? No? Okay. So Cody says that he is telling Christine, I'm not a quitter. And then Christine, in turn, called him a coward. And he tells Sukanya, I'm not a coward. Nothing scares me but poverty. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So then Cody says that the reason why he wanted to stick it out with Christine, because it wasn't just about the lack of intimacy. It was about the destruction of a family. And then he says, it's just weird to me how one person can do that. Well, it wouldn't be if you understood the the dynamic and you recognized how important Christine was to this whole situation. I think you probably wouldn't be that shocked. You really shouldn't be that shocked that all the kids that she raised (laughs) followed her and still love her and still want to continue a relationship with her and, you know, are kind of out their own with you because you call people on their birthdays and forget about it and make it all about you and your little sniffles and your 99.8 degree temperature. You think it might have something to do with that? Because I bet Christine remembered uh, Gabriel's birthday. I bet she did. I bet she did. 
Maybe if you had made yourself as important to the rest of the children as you seem to be doing to all of Robin's, maybe they would want to hang out with you. Maybe you would know that they were getting an Airbnb. Because we're talking all of Janelle's kids were there. In that Airbnb for Thanksgiving, as we saw in the in the finale episode. All of them got an Airbnb. Not one of them said anything to you. So that means like Logan. <laughs> Logan didn't say shit to you. Goofus. Gallant. The whole crew. Not one of them. That was like, hey kids, none of them communicated to you that they were going to be there for Thanksgiving. So what does that say to you? What does that say? I mean, I know it says to Cody that Janelle is forming some sort of coup against him. But really, like, let's unpack that. Just amongst ourselves. Like, even if this was a family divided, we see that McKelty's still able to have a relationship with Robin and Cody. Not one of them. We're like, hey, we're going to be in town for Thanksgiving, but like maybe I'll see you the day before or after since we all got this Airbnb or maybe we'll stop by, do a twofer, see you in the afternoon and, and come back in the in the evening. But none of them said that, Cody, because they don't feel like it's important to have you around. <laughs> all of your kids came into town and nobody said shit to you. That's wild, bro. Back to the interview, Suki reminds Robin that she looked really shocked when Christine told all of them that she was leaving the family. And Robin says, you know, I had all these hopes and dreams and she has to catch her neck, I mean, breath. And she's like, you know, I know they're they're not always realistic. So she says, I just still had hope that Cody and Christine were going to work it out. Even though I knew that Christine moved Cody's stuff out, even though, you know, she didn't want to have him in the bedroom, I just still had hope. So they play the clip of Christine telling the wives that she's leaving. Cody also in that scene threatens the other wives with patriarchy, as we all remember. So Suki asks Robin if she considers Christine her sister wife still. And she's like, you know, in my mind, she is. She did not cry. We'll just let the record reflect that there were a lot of, um, (laughs) out of Robin, not a tear, not one tear. It was just, We can just put that out there and move on. Suki asks Robin how it felt when Christine said, yeah, I don't really want to continue a relationship with you. And Robin says, I was just always hoping that Christine would open her heart to me and how Christine really messed up a dream of mine when I left. And then she said, you know, I just wanted the kind of sister wife relationship that, you know, we see in our church of the old lady, like the shit that she said earlier, this uh, season about how she was hoping that they could just like trudge through for 30 years and then maybe Cody dies and then they're sitting on the porch um, talking about the good old days that never existed because you just expected everybody to march along with you and just be your bestie at the end of it um, after Cody fucks off and you got nothing better to do like it's giving um, you know girl girl who finds boyfriend and is like oh you know, just she disappears, right? And she's getting everything and she doesn't find a priority. And then all of a sudden trouble comes and she's like, oh, hey, girl, I miss you so much. And it's like, no, no, because you weren't with me shooting at the gym. So, you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to like hope that maybe after 30 years of awkward relationships and me sticking it out that we like can giggle when we're 60. No. 
No. With you? No. The most frustrating thing about Robin is that she has everything. She has everything that she could want out of this relationship and it's still not enough for her. It's not enough that Christine didn't stay in this shit relationship so that when they're old, they can have fun. It's not enough that like, you know, Janelle doesn't want to stick it out and have a conversation and have Cody scream and yell at her about um, how he tried to save her life through COVID and how, you know, she's not appreciative of him. Why is that not enough for you? Like, just sit in your mansion and shut the fuck up. Honestly, and now we're we're supposed to feel bad that oh I didn't get everything I wanted. Oh, I just got ninety seven percent of it. Oh no. The way I would not be saying shit if I had never had to work since joining this family. I've had everybody else bankroll my lifestyle. Um, the only thing that I contributed was plunging the family into debt with all this stupid, fucked up, sterling silver, chunky shit that you couldn't even sell, even though you were on a show, a popular show, and still nobody wanted to buy your shit. You know how sad that is? That's pathetic. And now everybody's supposed to still keep in line with you because of your dreams. McKelty was a goddamn child slave for your children. Why don't we talk about this? And it's still not enough for her. Girl, Ugh. does she not understand how incredibly easy it is for you to be like, yeah, I would stick it out with him because he's giving you what you think you want or whatever. You guys are in this like, I guess, symbiotic relationship. I don't even think that Robin and Cody are in love, really. I think that they're just, she's giving him what he wants for his ego. And so therefore that's like what he thinks love is. <laughs> Is she's giving me what I want. And so I will um, be kind to your children in exchange. Well, I'm not going to say anything about your eyebrows in exchange. And I'm going to make everybody feel like you hang the moon. And that if anybody doesn't do exactly what you do, then uh, they won't have a relationship with me, including my own children that existed way before we even met each other. So how's it working out for you? The fact that it's like, I, I can't understand, not to blame women on and everything, but just I can't understand the perspective of being with a man who I have kids with and he has other kids previous to that, that he has no relationship with me, with them. That's, that would make me deeply uncomfortable. And yet it seems like Robin is feeling like this is totally justified and normal and she's been thinking that. It's so weird to me. Like, that would be such a turnoff to me. Like, you got other kids. It's weird. And I, I couldn't even be comfortable in the relationship that he had with our kids. Because, like, is that fake? Because what happens if we fall apart? Then you're going to build family number three, Nick Cannon? What's going on here? Like, why does she not? Ugh. Everything he does is disgusting. And yet she doesn't seem to even think about that. <laughs> Robin claims that she doesn't know why Christine doesn't want to have a relationship with her. Probably because you've literally never tried to have one with her. That's probably why you've never put in the effort. So how can you answer answer a question that you've never asked? You never even considered. You've put no effort into this relationship. Of course you don't know why she doesn't care. (laughs) You don't talk to her. Suki asked Robin if she feels like maybe Christine feels like, I don't know, Robin has sabotaged her relationship with Cody. 
You think that? She's like, well, if that's what she thinks, then she's wrong. All I've ever been is supportive of Christine's relationship with Cody. That's all I've ever been since never before until it was on camera where we had to talk about Christine and I had to tell Cody to sleep on the couch. And then not a minute after that. So that's what I did. That's what I did. Robin says... Well, Sue, sorry, Sue Kanye asked Robin, you know, if Christine was in the room, what would you say right now? She goes, oh, wow. I just wish that she would let me in because we could have had a lot of fun together. Could have. Did you try the other 16 seasons and 13 years of the show? Did you try? Were we all just like crying about what could have been, but we put no effort into? Just a question. Back to Christine, she says that she could tell Robin was heartbroken when she broke the news, but she says, listen, I haven't had a relationship with Robin or Mary for years. Then she says, I knew that Mary and I weren't good, but I didn't think that Robin and I were bad. So Suki tells Christine that Mary said that she wished Christine had just let her in more. And Christine's like, well, I I thought I did. But then Sukanya asks Mary, if she feels like Christine left her or the whole family. And Mary says, initially, I did feel very betrayed by Christine. I felt like she was leaving me too, because she always said, I don't want the man. I want the sister wives. And then Mary says that in the past, she and Christine did have a good relationship. Never really that deep, but they did have fun times with each other. So Suki asks, what do you think happened? And Mary says, honestly, I don't really know what the deal was. But Suki goes, but you know what you did. (laughs) So Mary goes, well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't like the perfect sister wife, but it probably just comes down to us not feeling safe with each other. I don't really think it was any one thing. Christine says, Mary probably does feel unsafe with me because frankly, I was the one who ended the friendship. Dead ass. (laughs) Like maybe we tried a little bit when we were in Vegas here and there, but not really. Ultimately, it didn't work. Finally, we get an answer because a lot of these people in the show, Cody especially, use the term like unsafe. I don't feel safe with you. I don't feel this or that. And I never understand what they mean. Finally, Christine says something that makes sense to me. She's like, listen, Mary would put me down a lot. She would definitely get a battery in her back when she was with her family or it was in public. She had no problem tearing me down. Fine if you want to do that, but I have a limit. And that's it. And, you know, maybe Mary would be uh, good sometimes, but then she would just come out again. (laughs) And then she did, like, kind of a a boo. (laughs) Like, ah! Like, scary Mary comes alive. And she just didn't want to deal with it. It was too, you know, too tenuous. And she's like, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I had to shut it down. So she and Mary have not a relationship ever, sounds like. (laughs) This is before Vegas? Baby. <laughs> Suki then goes back to Cody by asking if he felt sure about the breakup when Christine approached him about it. And he's like, no, but I should have been. So he makes mention once again about how Christine, when she told him that she was leaving, she was smiling. And that that indicated to him that she was looking forward to her future. And he says, in that moment, I was just feeling like I messed up and I should have been more patriarchal. Oh, okay. 
Christine wouldn't have left and we wouldn't have had all these problems during COVID if I had just been the head of the family. And yes, they all made their commitment to run their will to mine. So Suki is like, okay, explain what run your will to, what that means, right? And he's like, listen, both Christine and Janelle requested to be part of my family. And I told them that if they were to join the Brown family, that they would have to bend their will to mine. And that they were just like, <sighs> okay, pick me, pick me. Panting like a goddamn dog. Are you, I would never, I would never speak to that man again. If a man imitated panting of a dog in reference to me, bitch, you will not see any naked part of me ever more. I will dress from head to toe in full winter clothing year round. You will never see my face again, sir. And you definitely won't see the other parts. B bitch, a dog? Pick me? No. Ugh. Can you imagine? Imagine your partner saying, pick me, pick me. That's how they joined the relationship. They, they wanted to be, no, like really think about this. You guys imagine your partner saying they requested to be in a relationship with me. And I told them they would have to bend their will. And then they started panting like a dog and said, pick I, I bought dog. <laughs> I mean, this is like beyond patriarchy. This is like straight up humiliation. This is straight up. Like this is like some BDSM shit. Um, no, couldn't be me. P panting? No. No. You will never hear me pant again. I'll make sure of that. Like, he really views them as the two losers that just beg to be part of his crew. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you could see the face I was making, like, ugh, bitch. Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to pass out. Let's get back to Mary. Mary says that when she married Cody, she did look to him as the head of the family and she still does. So Sukanya so says, so in a way, do you subscribe to patriarchy? And Mary says, yeah, I do. But I also am a strong, independent woman and I can do whatever I want. So Sukanya goes, okay, but do you think that those two fit in the same puzzle? And Mary says, well, it's looking like they're not. And then she shrugs. <laughs> So Janelle says that now, this is like all of a sudden, this patriarchal bullshit with Cody. And his tune has really changed in regarding to be like the head of the household. So Sukanya asks Janelle if she feels like Cody lost control and failed on what he set out to do. And Janelle rolls her eyes. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> 
he says that's what we were set out out to do, but that wasn't. We were all in this together, buddy. He's making, like, he's made some comments recently about, even last year, about plural marriage standing in the way of his personal progress. So maybe he just doesn't want to do it anymore. So Suki asks Janelle if it's too much for Cody. And she's like, I don't know. It seems like he's changing his tune, though. So Suki brings up the fact that it kind of seems like you're very independent. Christine has certainly gotten herself out of there. Mary's whatever the hell she's doing. That's a version of independence, certainly. Um, So it kind of seems like the only person who's in a relationship with Cody is Robin. And Janelle says, yeah, I mean, kind of seems that way. Seems like that's how Cody wants his relationship to look, but that's not how he initially set it up. Initially, it was like, we work as a team, and then we have a family. But it's been like that for decades. It's only really changed in the last few years. So I don't know. Just kind of seems like he wants all of his relationships to look like Robin's. And that works for them. And that's wonderful. Good for them. (laughs) So Suki asks, okay, well, does that feel unfair to you? Or does that feel fair? And Janelle says, it would be great if I had a husband who would see my perspective as much as he seems to see Robin's. So Sukanya says, well, that's a very loaded statement. And Janelle yeah, laughs and says, yeah, it is. Sure is. Janelle says later that she hasn't really spoken to Cody in a while about where he's at spiritually. So when Suki asks if their religion is part of their relationship, she's like, well, yeah, in theory. But there's a lot of things. It's like our faith, compatibility, commitment, etc. So Suki brings up how, you know, with them, there's a real gray area around divorce. And now it also seems like everybody has a different definition. So we see the clips of what everybody thinks, right? Christine says, I feel like the moment I got divorced from Cody was when I told him to move out of our bedroom. That was like the finality for me. Robin, of course, says she feels like, you know, Christine really won't be divorced from Cody until, you know, she gets physical with somebody else. And that's her understanding of it, according to their religion. Mary has to ask the very stupid of qu- question of, hey, it seems like Christine and I are in the real similar situation of not legally being married to Cody and also not being in a relationship with him. So does that mean that I'm also divorced? Audience, let's just say one, two, three. Yes. Yeah, Mary. So then Sukanya asks Janelle what divorce means to her. And she's like, well, I feel like because Christine isn't in our faith anymore, it kind of makes it nebulous. Like, yeah, typically with our religion, you have to go through the proper channels, not the judge, because it's not a legal marriage, but through the church and the elders, blah, blah, blah. But Christine doesn't believe in it. And so, you know, ultimately a contract is between two people. So then we get back to Robin. And Robin's point of view. And how if Christine sleeps with somebody else, technically that's seen as an adultery, an adulterous thing, and therefore you're breaking the marriage, the covenant that she has, the spiritual covenant that she has with Cody. But Sukanya says, okay, but if she's only spiritually married to him, then can't one person be allowed to opt out? Robin's like, well, not according to our beliefs. Uh, No, 
No, it isn't. Um, just like, I feel like we've built these marriages with our faith in mind. And so enable to get out of it in order to get out of it, you have to take those proper channels, but that's just me. Then they start to bring up the afterlife, the afterlife. And like, okay, so you guys all believe in like a forever garden where you're all joined together or whatever, bound to each other. So you're telling me that even though Christine wants to escape Cody on earth, in heaven, they're going to be together? And Robin's like, yeah, I mean, well, no, because, you know, if what she says she wants to do is, you know, find her soulmate or whatever, you know, that would break the bond. Robin says that according to her beliefs and her understanding that once Christine is physical with somebody else, that breaks all of her bonds with Cody. And Suki just says, okay. (laughs) Then we go back to Janelle with Sukanya asking about, you know, how you have to fuck your way out of a marriage. And Janelle says, well, yeah, I mean, that's according to religious law, but it doesn't apply to Christine if she doesn't believe in it. Like, yeah, I still have this testimony about plural marriage, but I understand Christine's perspective and you can't, Make somebody abide by rules that they don't believe in, Robin. So Janelle says, if Christine found somebody, I'm going to be happy for her. I'm just going to be like, hey, I really hope you found some deep fulfillment. And I think we all do. Deep, long fulfillment for you, Christine. Type of fulfillment that you've never had in your life. I We all wish that for you. And same for you, Janelle. All of you really could be fulfilled. Probably even Robin, but you know, she wants to be in this race. So that's her problem. I would like somebody at uh, Plus One or Bedroom Candy. Candy Burris, if you hear me, why don't you uh, send over some Bedroom Candy to Christine? And just let her find some fulfillment on her own for a little bit before she gets it deep from somebody else. Okay, let me move on. All right, so finally... Mary is forced to watch Cody. We've been watching this woman be cuckolded. Like, we need we need to all realize this. Watching, having to watch Mary, like, it was kind of in my fantasy. Sit her down, force her to watch a clip, any of the dozens of clips of, of Cody saying that he does not want to be with your ass, and ask her, what do you think, Mary? Please. Please tell us what you think. So Mary says that it just doesn't make sense to her that Cody would be so frustrated with Christine and go on and on about how Christine made the decision to leave and how he wasn't involved in that. But then he says, no, I don't consider myself married to Mary. He just made that decision and didn't ask me. So then she says that ever since, even since living in Flagstaff, Cody has led her to believe that he was trying. And then the first anniversary that they had in Flagstaff, they did a cheers to a new beginning. And then I think she tries to make a joke. I don't know. But she said that by that the last anniversary, Cody... So they've now had two, two Flagstaff anniversaries at this point, right? First one, they did a cheers to a new beginning. Last year, I called him and he said, Mary, why are you calling me? We're not in a relationship anymore. And then she kind of laughs, but I don't... I'm not sure why that's funny to her. You know, laugh through the pain. Tears of a clown. (laughs) True tears of a clown. So Mary says that in that conversation, when he was like, "Uh, excuse me, who is this? You're not my wife. Mary was like, okay, well, if that's where we are, don't you think that we should address this publicly? Cody said no, didn't want to, because he didn't want the judgment. 
bro, you've been, never mind. You never mind. Okay. Sue Kanye says, okay, so where does that leave you? Are you still married to Cody or do you get to decide? And Mary says, well, he just made the decision. You just saw that. <laughs> Even still, Mary says that she would be interested in reconciling with Cody. Even through all of this. You see what I mean? What I said last week, she's, they have let her out of the field. I feel like they even took some planks down from the fence for her to escape. And yet she's like, no, I'm going to put the shackles on myself and just keep hoeing there. Just keep working. And then Sue Kanye really gets messy and goes, Mary, did you know that there was a moment where Cody thought that he might want to get back together with you? Did you know that? <laughs> Mary goes, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So, Suki asks Cody, because he said that there was a gift that Mary gave him on their anniversary that he really felt some type of way about. So she's like, well, what was it? What was the gift that made you want to reconcile? Cody looks down for a minute, like, truly, memories from the corners of my mind, like, misty watercolored memories of the way he and Mary were, like, truly, truly, like, thinking about this moment, bitch, he looks up at Sukanya and goes, it was the Rice Krispies that she makes. That was the gift. She made a bag full of them for every year of our marriage. She even included our bad years that were like, you know, the ones that were basically not married. The expression was really sweet. And, you know, the mood I was in, I was in a mood to try and think about reconciliation. That was a sugar high. You're, you're talking about a sugar high. We all know that Cody's favorite snack are Rice Krispie treats. The man was hopped up on marshmallows and looking for another fix from his dealer. That's what he wanted. It's like when when you, not allegedly, when you order something from a person who provides a service for you and they give you like a little extra bonus as, you know, being a, a good person. That's That's what it's like. For being a good customer. We don't have to get into it. The girls who get it, get it, right? That's what, that you know, that's what he was doing. So then we go back to that moment. We see a flashback of it. And Mary's filming Cody. She gives him the gift and she goes, oh, how many do you think are in there? And he says, 18? Which I, I th assuming he thinks is the amount of kids that they have. Why would she give you 18? Why? Why would that happen? Why would she, <laughs> why would she give you a, a bunch of kids? It represented in Rice Krispie form for your anniversary. That doesn't even make sense. But then she's like, no, duh. Like, you're so silly, Cody. It's for our anniversary. How many years is that? So now that you know, how many Rice Krispies are in there? He's like, uh, 31? Mary has to say no, it's 30. Well, I mean, the hits just keep coming for her. So then Cody says that in that moment, he was no longer angry with Mary. And then he starts to get emotional. He's like, I was willing to see the error of my worries and work to determine whether or not we were good for each other anymore. So my three other best friends, I expressed that to them. And I, <clears throat> like, I don't know if he got one of Robin's pubes stuck in his throat or something. <clears throat> Just like hacking all of a sudden. I don't know what that was. No explanation. I posted this on my TikTok and on my Instagram and several people are like, what's wrong with Cody? Is he on drugs? This seems like he snorted a line. Is he hopped up? What's going on here? Why is he grabbing Sukanya at the knee and being like, oh, babe, I wanted to make this work. Mary and I could try something. Why would he do that? Is it drugs? No, that's Cody. 
y'all have been watching this show. I mean, no shade, but like, that's just Cody. In his highest peak stunt queen dumb. Stunt queen behavior. This is him acting out. This is his uh, audition for some sort of Ryan Murphy feature. I don't know. Maybe he just saw American Horror Story. I don't know. He's The man is lip syncing for his life. What, what we're watching is narcissism. It's not drugs. <laughs> it's not drugs. It's, he's, it's him. That's just Cody. That's the scariest drug of all. Just being in Cody Brown's mind. That, that was, that, that's what that was. So as he's screaming, I t- said to them, Mary and I could work it out, maybe. He's like, you know, <laughs> he says that he told Christine and she got riled up about it. So back to Mary, Sukanya tells her that was the moment that Cody was referencing about wanting to reconcile. And Sukanya says, yeah, you know, I he thought that that was the moment where maybe they could put the past away and they could be back together. So Mary goes, hmm, that's interesting because... That was also the same day that we were out on a picnic for our anniversary. And I said, you know, I'm looking to start courting again. Or he's telling her that he wants to be courted by her. And she says, I'm waiting for you. And he says, yeah, and I'm not coming. So then she says that after she turned off her camera on this trip, she wrapped her arms around Cody's neck and said, what would you do if I kissed you? Or if I tried to kiss you or something? And that he went Light as a feather, stiff as a board. And like backed away from her. Backed away and said, I can't do that. And then Mary says, well, it makes me feel good that he was considering it, but I guess it just didn't last through the evening. And then she still says, I would be open to it. (sighs) We got to wrap this up. Sukanya tells Mary that Cody said at a family get together that he brought up a reconciliation with Mary to Christine and that Christine balked at the idea. Mary says she never knew about that moment. And that's basically where we end up. (sighs) I can't wait for part two. I really can't. (laughs) We have so much to talk about. I think, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Oh, what an episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a happy Hanukkah. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Uh, Ramadan. The other one. I'm saying the other one because it's a black holiday. Why can't I think about it? Kwanzaa. (laughs) Shame on me. (laughs) Nobody really celebrates Kwanzaa. I mean, not really. Not really. You know. If you see a black person, you don't necessarily have to say happy Kwanzaa. More than likely, we don't celebrate it. So just, just, you know, happy holidays will suffice. Happy holidays, you guys. Thank you. Love you.